What is up, beloveds? Beloveds, it is your girl, Belle Fit. Welcome to the Belle Fit Show. Give me my respect. The name of this episode is Give Me My Respect. I think Drake said it like this. Give me my respect, respect, respect. I could be wrong, you know, because I always like to add a little bit of bell flavor to any kind of lyric. <laughs> so, here's what you should know. People will treat you how you allow them to. People will treat you how you allow them to. See, this is a part of us taking accountability. It is so critical that people respect you. You don't have to like me, but you will respect me. And if you don't, you will not deal with me because I won't deal with you, boo-boo. Okay, so this is important for me to address because I once had this disease to please, you know, and believe it or not, a lot of the times this comes from our upbringing. No, I'm not blaming your parents, (laughs) but just by life's example, when you do something good, typically your parents rewarded you You know, whether they bought you something or whether they gave you attention, admiration, you know, you do certain things because there's a part of you that has been taught to seek the approval and validation of others. You know, me growing up as a martial artist, as a basketball player, there was no greater feeling for me than to be commended by my mother and father. You know, it just, it made me want to do better. It made me want to do more. It kept me consistent because for me, my reward was them being proud of me. All right. But that can translate to us putting ourselves in these positions of being inferior and being taken advantage of by other people. Okay, and if you do that for a long period of time, that becomes your lifestyle. And the next thing you know, you are a submissive being. And people, a lot of the times, will not respect you. You know, because sometimes we are kind, but that kindness can be taken advantage of. One inch will turn into a mile. You don't advocate for yourself. And the next thing you know, this becomes a cycle. You know, a lot of the times we like to avoid conflict. So we acquiesce to other people's request. But today, okay, I have come to set you free. My beloveds, my beloveds, they gonna give you your respect today, son. All right, so how do we do this? How do we take back dominion in our life? How do we overcome that disease to please? That submissive disposition that ends up harming ourselves. 
Okay, I've got some notes for you guys today. <laughs> so you might want to take some notes, folks. Number one, stand up to your Goliath. Stand up to your Goliath, David. Okay, if the only thing you have are a few rocks, you have enough to slay your Goliath. If the only thing you have is a no in your toolbox, you have a enough. You have enough to stand up for yourself. You have enough to advocate for yourself, okay? When I'm talking about standing up to your Goliath, what I'm basically saying is standing up to your bullies, right? You need to be able to identify the Goliaths in your life because once you are able to stand up to that one person or those few individuals that make you feel as though you are less than the people that you have such profound reverence for once you are able to stand up to these people the ones who cause you fear and angst and anxiety you know when you are able to stand up to them listen my friend you will stand up and be able to advocate for yourself in any situation among any demographic. It doesn't matter who the person is, okay? You will be able to advocate for yourself efficiently. So you need to sit down for a minute and just assess. You probably already know who this is off the top of your head. This person is a Goliath in your life. They make you feel small. And you try to appease this person. Okay, I'm gonna give you a few examples of how you can identify these people or this individual in case nobody came to mind, all right? Now, this person, you re revere. You have a reverence for them. You respect them, a profound respect. You may even admire them. Okay, this could be an authoritative figure in your life. It could be a loved one, you know, your best friend. This could be, you know, your mother. This could be even a lover, okay? This person, because of how much you value them as an individual, you martyr yourself at their expense, at the expense of their comfort. You would harm yourself because you respect this person or maybe you fear them, you know? This is an indication that they are a Goliath in your life, all right? Another indication is you can't say no to this person. Like, it doesn't matter what they ask you to do. Even at the expense of you, you will acquiesce to their request. You turn into the yes man every single time. No matter how much it inconveniences or hurts you, you just can't say no. And guess what? No is a complete sentence. As a matter of fact, I want to tell you this for those of you that are uncomfortable saying no. In the beginning, of you starting to advocate for yourself. When you say no, 
do not give a further in-depth explanation. Okay, I know it's going to be uncomfortable because here's the thing. If you give a reason for your no, if you give an excuse for your your no, you are opening up the door to rebuttal, to them persuading you. Because now, a lot of these people are narcissists, my friends. They are wolves in sheep clothing. They know how to guilt trip you. They know how to modify their conversation so it's easier on your ears and it just tastes like honey and then you will do whatever they say okay so when you first start saying no when you first start sticking up for yourself no is enough okay no period move on to the next thing (laughs) most of these people don't even deserve your excuse it's like why would you tell them A lot of the times, it's none of their business. If you don't want to go somewhere, say no. If you don't want to give someone money because it will inconvenience you, say no. You know, for the longest time, I was the free Uber, you know? Like, people would ask me for rides. And even if I had something going on, I would literally cut my event short. You know, and and I would modify my schedule to accommodate them. They weren't even paying me. Like, I was an Uber before Uber ever was. <laughs> like, when I finally got a car, I was that girl. Like, oh, well, you know, I, I guess, sure, I'll take you to the grocery store. Sure, I'll pick up your kid from school. Yeah, guys, I was that person. I was that weak-willed. Okay, so another way for you to identify if this person is a Goliath in your life is you will feel anxious or fearful in their presence or when you're corresponding with them. Okay, for me, I get this feeling in my stomach, you know, you know, when they say you are smitten by someone and you get these butterflies in your stomach. Well, my butterflies are not positive. It's (laughs) my butterflies are anxiety. It's, you know, it's almost, it's not entirely panic, but because I'm so spiritually sensitive to energy, if somebody rubs me the wrong way, if I don't feel comfortable, if I don't feel safe in their presence, I will get these feelings in my stomach. Like it just, it, they make me feel anxious, you know? So when you are in this person's presence or when you are corresponding with them, listen, you can feel the exact same way with them on the phone, my friend, you can feel the exact same type of discomfort. I used to call it the uh-oh feeling when they text you. Like as soon as their name comes across your phone, this feeling of just horror. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, what do you want? What do you want from me? (laughs) Okay, moving on to the next one. You are excessively concerned with their opinion or reaction to you. Okay, what do I mean by this? I mean, you actually avoid saying or doing things that honor your truth because you fear this person's response. You are more concerned 
with their reaction to what you say and what you do, then you are concerned about you, boo. Okay? This person doesn't respect you. And more than likely, they have tried this behavior on other people. And because these people rejected them, now they are subconsciously bullying you. Like they know, (laughs) they know, they know, they know that you don't have the gall to stand up for yourself. Does that make sense? They know that you are more concerned with their opinion, with their response to you than you are about yourself. And that's why they keep showing up. All right. So how's, how can we also identify our bullies, our Goliaths? Well, I I already told you that you will have the disease to please. Like you just become the yes man. Doesn't matter what they ask you to do. You'll figure out a way, you know, and Listen, it's time for you to stop being a martyr for other people. Stop losing your life at the expense of other people's pleasures. Okay, stop sacrificing your needs for their wants. That's how you know that this is a bully in your life. That's how you know that this is your Goliath, that this is the person that you need to stand up to so you can elevate you, boo-boo. God tells us to take dominion over the earth, over ourselves, over our assignments. So if you can't say no, if you can't stick up to that one person, then there's going to be an issue long-term. Okay, so stop sacrificing your needs for their wants. If you do this, you honor them more than you honor yourself. There's a problem there, okay? Because here's the thing, it tells them you don't respect yourself. If you don't respect yourself, they're not going to respect you. And they will continue to repeat that toxic behavior, whether they are usurping off of you, inconveniencing you, taking advantage of you, manipulating you, gaslighting you. Yeah, these people, they're sick. They want you to feel almost as though you are obligated to them, right? So this is why we need to identify who our Goliath is. Who is that one person in your life? Who is that bully that you just have not yet stood up to? Because once you stand up to them, I guarantee you everything from there, it flows in alignment with progress, my friend, with personal development, with empowerment, with having a sense of confidence and self-esteem, self-respect, self-love, okay? So I'm gonna give you just a couple of examples of how I've overcome this in my own life. Now, for those of you that don't know, you probably can't believe this, but I don't talk on the phone. I am a texter. (laughs) I do not like talking on the phone. How much, you ask? Well, let's just say this. I have changed my number so very few people actually have it because I don't like people randomly calling me. Most of the time, they're not talking about anything. And 90% of the time, I am doing a lot of things. 
So <laughs> I decided, you know what? I'm tired of people distracting me from my assignments for this small talk. You know, I need to be able to focus. I realize that when I get distracted, it takes me about 30 to 45 minutes to get back into my flow. So I'm saying, no, you will not have access to me. Okay, but I've never really been a talker because I'm actually very preoccupied doing things in my tangible life, you know? So I don't like when I get phone calls. You know, my phone is always on silent. I don't care who's calling. I will probably reject it just because (laughs) at this point, it's just a natural inclination for me. I see a phone call, I reject it, okay? Then it takes me a few minutes to kind of like, you know, evaluate, is this somebody that I want to talk to? Do I need to have this conversation now? Should I reach out and text them later? Okay, that's not here nor there. But bottom line is this. I told a specific person in my life for years that I don't like talking on the phone. I told them this for years, okay? I do not like talking on the phone. I am a texter. I have articulated that more times than I could ever recall, man. It's like I would tell them this probably 10 times a month. Like, I'm not even kidding, guys, because guess what? This person was an excessive talker and she would call me back to back to back. I'm talking about to the point that it was obsessive calling. Like when when you call someone and they don't answer, that's an indication that they are preoccupied. This person, however, would immediately call right back. Not just once, not just twice, sometimes three or even four times. And guess what? When I finally called them back because I was so frustrated, I was so agitated by them calling me, they didn't have anything significant to say. (laughs) So guess what? Guess what I did to rectify that situation? Because it started to give me anxiety. Like, I kid you not, I would have tremors in my hands. Like my hands would literally start shaking because it's like my spirit was so agitated that when they called, I had a physical reaction. (laughs) You know, so... I was talking to God about this. I said, you know, I know this seems minute. And he's like, no, it's not. This is a major thing for you. Because it's causing you to suffer in your mental health. It's causing you to respond negatively in your body. It's causing dis-ease in your body to the point that you are having a physical response. This is not a small thing. And I was like, wow, you know, and uh, he then he gave me permission to not talk to them. And I was like, really, Lord? He's like, yeah, you don't you don't have to talk to them if you don't want to talk to them. And I just felt emancipated, man. Like for some reason, it never dawned on me that I didn't have to answer the phone, that I didn't have to talk to this person. (laughs) He's like, yeah, don't answer. 
block them. And I said, okay, cool. So after repeatedly telling this person that I didn't want to talk on the phone, I finally blocked them. Guess what? I did it for an entire year. That was my course of action. Was I concerned about how they were feeling? Yes. I knew that they were very, dis- I, I don't want to say disappointed, but I knew that they, they were in their feelings. Okay. I knew that they were probably angry. I knew that they probably had this resentment towards me, but here's the thing. I was no longer going to put their feelings above my own because guess what? I have to live in this body. It was affecting my mental health. It was affecting my productivity. You affect my productivity. You affect my money. I don't like that. Okay. I'm <laughs> Listen, I do not allow anyone to affect my mindset because that affects who I am and how I perform as a speaker, as an orator, as a trainer, as a thought leader. So I had to deny access. I denied access for an entire year. Now, during that year, I had these feelings, you know, like guilt started kind of creeping in sometimes. I would see this person pop up on my social media feed and, you know, they were still trying to reach out to me there. And of course they were playing the victim, but God was like, yo, are you going to acquiesce to them? and just return to living that same cycle out are you going to return are you going to go backwards or do you want to go forwards get over how you are feeling about their feelings that should not be your priority okay i'm setting somebody free right now their feelings on what you do that's best for you it's not an, it's not your responsibility. Their feelings, their emotions, their opinions are not your responsibility. Let it go. You can only focus on the things that you can control. Okay. So after that entire year when I was in a better place cuz I didn't give a crap. I got to the point I got to the point. That's the thing, man. Some of you need to just step back away from these people and then start to value yourself. Like interject that energy Instead of giving it to them, use that energy toward yourself. Invest that same energy that you were pouring into them, into yourself, and then start to love who you are. Build yourself up and realize, yo, I deserve to be happy. I deserve peace of mind. Yeah, that's right. I deserve to be abundant. I deserve to put myself first. Because if I put everybody else first, guess what? They're not going to put me first. (laughs) So who is putting me first? You have to lead by example in that capacity. Okay. So after that year, let me tell you, let me tell you the outcome. This person, they finally started texting me when I gave them access. You know, I was like, okay, I hope you have learned your lesson. (laughs) Because if they didn't, I was going to block them again. I didn't say that. But I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to allow this person to have a little bit of access to me. But first, I'm going to address what my my priorities are. Like, And I'm also going to address my needs. 
Okay, like like if you want to proceed, if you want to have any type of relationship with, with me, I'm going to give you the things you need to do in order to respect me. I'm going to give you the outline. Okay, I'm going to give you the statutes. And if you don't obey those statutes, then guess what? You will not have access to me. I will cut you off all over again and think nothing of it because I value me now. I'm living to please myself. Okay. <laughs> you can't feel bad for these people, man. So now that I have laid down the rules, they text me. Or they will ask me, like, yo, is it okay if we talk sometime soon? They will text me that. When are you able to talk? Are you open to talking now? Like, they will text me this because they know if you don't respect my rules, I will not give you access to me. See, that's the thing. When you stand up to your bullies, believe it or not, some of you are so afraid of what they're going to do. Yeah, they might throw a, 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 a temper tantrum, but guess what? They will get over it. They will eventually get over it because in the long term, they know the caliber person that you are. You are God's beloved star. They want access to you. You are probably one of the few good people in their life. They want that. They need that. So after they have their little feelings, you know, a lot of the times now they will modify their behavior. Okay. Because here's the thing. A lot of people, they ask you to forgive them, but they don't change their behavior, which means that they're not sincere in their apology. But the people who actually respect you, that get that newfound sense of respect for you, they will change. They will change their, be their behavior to accommodate your request. Okay. So yeah, now they ask me, hey, are you free to talk on the phone? Or when are you free to talk on the phone? You know, and even now, I, I still have boundaries on that. I will not talk excessively to this person because I'm not going backwards. It's like, hey, you're on a timer now because I've got things to do. So let's chat. What do you want to talk about? I'll talk to you soon. Adios, you know. <laughs> and sometimes for those of you who experience this, it may not be an, an authoritative figure in your life. It may not be, you know, somebody that you reverence. It may not be a parent or, you know, an older brother or older sister. Um, it, it could actually be in a romantic relationship, won't love mess you up, guys? <laughs> uh, what's love got to do with it, said Tina Turner. What's love got to do with it? Well, this is the thing. When you have these affections for people, when you admire somebody, when you're dating them, you will let them a lot of the times disrespect your boundaries that you have for other people. Like you will give them a VIP pass to dismiss and discard the, the things that you value, you know, you will let them kind of step all over. And, and, and listen, this may not apply to all of you, but you will let them do things that you don't allow anybody else to simply because you admire them, simply because you are attracted to them, simply because, you know, you want that warm body at night, boo-boo. Yeah, I'm talking to you, okay? So, <laughs> so the disrespect is real and you just keep, you know, try, trying to 
put it under the rug. Like, let me just brush that under the rug. No, honey, because it doesn't get better. Let me tell you real quick, okay? I dated this woman for a short stint of a time. What did I end up doing? The one thing I let nobody do, I let that woman in my house. <laughs> she crashed at my place. And, you know, part of the reason why I did this is because she had a long drive. So I was like, well, I don't want her to have to drive, you know, in, in the dark for um, a long time. You know, I, I just, I always want people to be safe. So for me, it's like, you know, if it's late at night, it's okay, crash over here. But here's the thing, that crashing, it turned into like a U-Haul. So the next thing you know, okay, she started to dis disrespect me in ways that I was just, you know, I was, yeah, I, I was just flummoxed by. Like, did you really just do that? Like, she would move my stuff. She would move my stuff in the closet, rearrange things, even hid my socks, man. Who does that? And I asked her about it, and she was like, oh, yeah, well, you know, it's like I gave you a few hangers. I didn't tell you to rearrange my closet and put your stuff in there. Okay, she wore my clothes without my permission, so you would wear my clothes and not wash them? I have a problem with that, okay? But the principle of the matter was that she really didn't ask. See, I have a, I have a major issue with that because then it tells me that you feel entitled to my things. Like, no, 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 boo, stay in your place, stay in your lane, okay? If we don't have a discussion about something, then I don't need you to assume that certain actions are okay with me, okay? It's called communication. So yeah, she also would side eye me when I would walk into my own bedroom. Guys, she was looking at me like I was an agitation in her space. <laughs> I'm like, excuse you? She would side eye me like when I would walk in and I would turn on my TV and I would, you know, do the things that I'm doing. Like, uh, excuse me, you are a guest. Okay, I'm the resident. I'm the person that pays rent here. You are a guest, but she wasn't acting like it. This is for somebody too. You can't let them get too comfortable, boo-boo. Okay, because that bully, that Goliath could be your plus one, hun. The person you sleep next to every night. All right? So yeah, then she also, you know, I don't care what anybody does. Like, I, I feel like a lot of people have their own vices. You know, you, you drink some wine at night or whatever the case may be. Do your thing as long as it doesn't affect me. I really don't care. But this particular woman, she had a smoking habit. And when I tell you she smoked the absolute nastiest cigarellos on the planet. Okay, like it almost, it almost made me nauseous. But here's the thing, she was aware of how much I despised the smell. Like, I don't like the smell of cigarette smoke, and I definitely do not like the smell of cigarellos, of these, like, leaves. Like, when, when, you, um, when you have, like, cigars and, and things like that, they have a very potent, thick smell, and it was disgusting to me. So she was aware of this, but she would never do anything to excuse herself because for me, I like to observe people because I want to know, are you empathetic towards me or is it just a one-way street here? So I'm going to let you, I'm going, I'm going to allow you to do what you do. So I just observed her, you know, and I would say things and she's not an idiot. You know, she knows how to take mental cues. 
I'm opening up windows, I'm coughing, I'm lighting incense, I'm spraying the room. Like, never. She would never just excuse herself and go outside. She would never ask, hey, does this bother you? Even though it clearly did, right? So she really just took an inch and turned it into five miles. And the thing that she didn't know is I'm not the one, son. So (laughs) I am not the one. So after seeing all of these signs of disrespect, I decided she was going to give me my respect. And how I did that was I kicked her A-double-S-O-U-T. That's right, I kicked her out. When I tell you, it's so funny because, (laughs) because when you see an actual narcissist, a person, who has this grandiose persona, when you see them humble themselves because you stood up for you, because you finally put your foot down, it it gives this sense of euphoria and gratification because I didn't know. I basically kicked her out and, and told her where to go, right? But... <laughs> In a good way, guys, I, I didn't get like super nasty with her, but I said, you know, it's it's time that you leave. Because for me, peace is priceless and you are affecting mine. So you need to go somewhere else and do you. You can't do you here, okay? It's just, yeah, it's, it's not in alignment with me. It's not, you know, like we're not on the same page because I value certain things and I see that you don't like, my opinion, like my air, you know, like my stuff. (laughs) Like, listen, I will give you enough rope to hang yourself. And that's what she did. So guess what? I tell you this because I want you to know the outcome to this story. She basically came crawling back, my friends, crawling back, texting me, you know, sharing these songs with me that reminded her of me. Like, yeah, she became the person who chased after me after I showed her my value through advocating for myself. So what am I telling you to do? I'm telling you to stand up to your Goliath. Whether you have to kick them out, whether you have to block them, whether you have to just stand up to them and have a very assertive conversation with them, whether all you have to do is start saying no, do it because it's so simple. And a lot of you, you make, you make them to be this sovereign figure in your life. And truly they don't have any authority. Like I want you to get this. When you start standing up to them, you're going to see that it was basically your mentality that magnified them to be this massive person. They don't have any influence over you or your actions. That's the truth. And they know it. So as soon as you start standing up for you, guess what? They're going to respect you, man. They're going to respect you. If they want to stay in your life, they will respect you because truthfully a lot of these people they are so insecure they actually fear your rejection but that does not mean 
that you don't need to teach them a lesson. Are you feeling me? All right. So yeah, go ahead and get your respect. Show them how to respect you. You have to teach people how to respect you by what you allow and what you don't allow them to do. Now, with that said, stay spirit led and may God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fit.